Pod. I'm Gemma. And sadly, Danica's not here this week. She is kind of under the weather again. And I mean, if you guys have been listening, she had COVID after her lovely wedding. And I think maybe she's having just a little bit of leftover issues with that. We are sending our love to her. Um, she is sad because she did enjoy this episode and want to talk shit on these men, but we need to let her rest a little bit. And then I got, I was kind of losing my mind all week this week as well. So we needed an extra day to just kind of come together and recap this week's premiere episode of hashtag Gachel season. And I'm so excited though, tonight I did end up finding a friend to come on. I'm really excited that we get to podcast together because we literally text almost every day and it's like, <laughs> we should just fucking podcast. Please welcome to the podcast, Kelly McClure. Yay. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to, I love seeing your face. I know. <laughs> Same. We are too hot. We are very hot individuals and I feel like the world should see us more often. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I'm so happy we're getting to chat finally about this. We, we, you know, you were a follower and we just started chatting a lot online and messaging about all the sorts of fun things and then we eventually both realized that we'd like to talk about Gaylor. <laughs> yeah we were brought together through the Bachelor franchise you being like the matron leftist cuck yes of Bachelor Nation but we oh, our friendship you. was cemented through Gaylor yes <laughs> oh, and then we could never I would never be remiss if I didn't mention that you also allowed me to be on your Spotify family <laughs> I mean, I don't have any kids. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, you. You, me, and my husband on our Spotify. Oh, my little brother on our oh. Spotify family account. <laughs> oh, good times. Um, so let's get to know you a little bit. So tell us a little bit about you, Kelly. You live in um, Nashville, right? No, I'm in Lexington, okay. Kentucky mm-hmm. now, by way of New Orleans. Mm. But I'm from Texas. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, but I'm from North Texas, which is just a giant parking lot. And I'm from <laughs> right in the middle of that. And I moved to Lexington. Well, I moved to Jackson County, like Appalachia, like the hauler. Oh, yeah. So we lived there for a little while and now we're in Lexington. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's really fun. I live, with, I have house rabbits mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and cats. Yeah, it's a good follow. We're going to shout the, the social medias out at the end. Make sure you're following Kelly for sure. Um, how long have you been watching The Bachelor and like being being a little, you know, batch head? So I remember the first episode of The Bachelor I saw. I had to have been in like oh, eighth or ninth grade. Well, I don't know. We can do the math. It was mm-hmm. Bob. Mm. It was Bob Kenny. Wow. And I'm 34. Wow. Yeah. So I was a teenager and I was mm-hmm. at my friend Sarah's house. She's a very conservative Christian. Her whole family was, which is so, it's so funny that I was exposed to that trash at her house. Mm-hmm. And I remember us sitting on her bed, watching a night one of Bob Guinea. We liked and hated. And then I never watched it again <laughs> until for some reason, I just wanted to watch, um, Ben Higgins season. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I started at Ben Higgins season and then around that time I started working at a rape crisis center mm-hmm. and all of them love to watch the bachelor and talk trash about it. So it became very fun to watch after that. Yeah. When you have like a community that you can talk to about the the drama that's happening. Yeah. Especially people so who were like, 
oh, I can't believe we watched this, but oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And that, that finale was so fascinating too, with the Jojo of it all. Wow. Good I times. really liked Jojo for some yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That was before I like followed everyone on social media, mm-hmm. but I, always, I just loved, I like the Disney princess. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to watch them, you know? Mm-hmm. No, certainly. Yeah, yeah. There's something special about seeing a, a woman with about 30 pounds of hair on her head. You know? <laughs> something a little special about that. I mean, I am from Texas. <laughs> That's true. And you have about 30 pounds of hair on your head, but it all seems like real hair. So. Yeah, no, it's real. <laughs> um, who's your fave, you'd say? Like fave lead or just like somebody you have a major crush on? <sighs> I I don't know if I'm gonna so I love I love baby Becca I love Becca mm-hmm. Martinez mm-hmm. um I love it God when she bless you that's trash. a hard, hard world to be in right now I love it when she talks trash I love it when she's I don't know I just love watching her um I adore her I like yeah. Katie I love problematic um yeah vulnerable ladies I really liked Hannah Brown isn't that horrible no it's no she's no she's very lovable I think that she's like a, a fine woman she has her mistakes but she's she you know she's I usually vulnerable. always love the women mm-hmm. on the of course yeah villains yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm usually like honestly I like watching Bachelor more than the Bachelorette mm-hmm. same because mm-hmm. I like the sorority energy mm-hmm. I like the sleepover I loved I loved watching who was it maybe it was um Becca and Jojo mm-hmm. one of them I feel like I remember a scene where they weren't on a date they were at the mm-hmm. mansion and they were braiding each other's hair mm-hmm. and I was like I'm in I like this show mm-hmm. um, but then it yeah it, there then there were a few seasons where that wasn't the energy but yeah mm-hmm. that's so true I like yeah. it when there is yeah love that yeah, we love a little, we love the gayness of it all, you know, because they're literally, there has to be people fucking in these houses. I mean, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's just do the statistics of how often there's fucking at sleepovers. Mm-hmm. That's a sleepover every night mm-hmm. for how many nights? Yeah, for like eight, 10 weeks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I also, I really like Rachel, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's um, great. She's probably the only one I like. I make show up in my feed. Yeah, like you follow and you you like yeah. her content exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, it's so true. I I I'm jealous sometimes of people who don't have to follow. <laughs> oh no! And they can choose who they want to follow for content. Yeah, it's, that's a a dream of mine one day. Oh boy. Um. So yeah, I guess speaking of content and people and villains, let's get into some of this Bachelor Nation gossip that's been happening this week. Um, I didn't get a chance to really dig into it at all on the Instagram because I was really busy with this campaign. But uh, yeah, people are really kind of getting messy out there right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. It's really fun to watch. So I guess like the long and short of it is, I don't feel like I have to explain it much because everyone's been paying attention, but Katie's been... um, releasing some gossip here and there throughout the week um, for, about men on her season, things that are not related to her season, like the fact that it's in fact was not Hannah Ann on the golf cart at La Quinta. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I can't. Oh! Makes me so happy. Um, it's almost actually a little Taylor Swift Easter eggy. It's good marketing. Come on. 
thing. I like and it. then I guess I didn't listen to this uh, clickbait episode that everyone's talking about right now, but I guess clickbait came out of that episode this week and it's just full of like company line, like just full. I mean, we all know that clickbait is a company show, but like this episode apparently is one of the most like egregious ones of that. But I guess at one point Natalie or um, Natasha says something like, you know, well, yeah, of course they wanted Hannah Ann there because they want, and it was her. She's like, she's like saying it was her, but it wasn't. Um, but she's like, of course they did because they wanted to confuse people who, who was going to be the next lead. And I'm like, exactly, Natasha, exactly. They wanted to confuse us. I'm glad you admitted the truth there. It was propaganda. It that was. Means propaganda. Yeah. Oh, so juicy. Um, so eventually it comes out on Instagram or TikTok live that Katie uh, has Nick Vial blocked from her phone. And you know what? Good for the woman. Good for her. I wish I could have locked him. <laughs> I mean, I can. Um, and she says that. And I guess Nick and Natalie find out about it. And then they have their podcast and they just like start talking shit about her I would encourage you to I mean it's a cringy cringy watch because mm-hmm. it's it's just very <laughs> in like a way that I don't even like mm-hmm. um but yeah I feel like I feel like I feel like Nick you could tell he knew it was bad to be done but couldn't mm-hmm. stop it is what mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. feel like I saw mm-hmm yeah, that was a good question I had because it's like when I was describing it to somebody, I was like, he was kind of playing like, ah, oh, nah, I mean, no, we should ah. Uh. But Natalie was like, let's read the text. text. Tell him, tell him. I have a hard time believing he didn't like encourage it as well, or this wasn't even planned before they went on the episode to be like, oh, honey, let's do this, you know. Um, yeah and like Natalie reads this like text to somehow prove that Katie is a liar and an idiot or something but I'm just like you know literally all that was happening is that Katie was just acknowledging that she set a boundary and she didn't like them yet no one has to like anyone right from this franchise and it's like she's allowed to do that she was doing it in potentially a slight like attention-seeking way by doing it on a public platform and he has a right to I guess acknowledge it he does but like the way that they both went about it was by both, I mean, Natalie and Nick was just so gross and did not really make the point that they thought they were making. And they act so weird. Like, why is she and her and other people have been talking about just like, why is she just dragging all this stuff out all the time? And it just gets all this attention. I'm like, y'all do that too. Like, yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. That. It's so crazy. There's literally a group of people who think that what, like, that they're immune mm-hmm. it's a very I mean you have to fight for power only so many people can be relevant in this franchise <laughs> and the, I, it's obvious that the ones who are a little more messy and a little more honest are Blake's are Katie's mm-hmm. or Becca's mm-hmm. even if she's mm-hmm. like a whole beast or whatever I get mm-hmm. it um like <clears throat> I don't know I think they they're probably going to have a more consistent following or brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then these people are attached to Bachelor and it's sad. I don't understand why people on Clickbait are defending Nick. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. that about? Yeah, where's the angle on that one? Oh, here's the angle. The production hates Katie Thurston. Let's be honest. They hate her. 
she did not play their game and she has not been playing the game. And I really, I strongly believe that production really does not like her. And they just, and these are people who work for the company and they're, and they're, they're just like, literally, I mean, I, again, I didn't listen, but somebody told me that they were literally like, (laughs) she perceives that she was treated badly and she's just projecting her feelings on it. If she doesn't like the way she was treated, then she doesn't have to watch the show excuse you what like they gave the woman a Hanes t-shirt in her promo (laughs) after you do that to a person can't you just leave them alone no 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 and she's been trying to like I think she's been trying to subtly and not so subtly expose the show and so I do I just don't think they like that and so they have to double down on she is so weird why is she even we don't we don't care about you anymore katie and then i guess they were like see clayton made a video making fun of the clayton sucks song see he takes it with a grain of salt why can't she take her abuse with a grain of salt it's what they're saying (laughs) i don't understand the i mean you have to kind of at this point form an allegiance to either I can't listen to any Bachelor Nation podcasts without mm-hmm. the lens of like a normal human podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I can only listen to recaps of those. Mm-hmm. They're impossible to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe adults get paid to make them. It's crazy. <laughs> it's really, honestly, I'm annoyed by it sometimes when I think about it because like pioneers like love to see it once known as here to make friends you know, they've been here since the beginning. And then there was other podcasts and other podcasts and Bachelor Nation TM did not make podcasts until literally five years into the game. And now they're doing it. And it's like, oh, this profitable thing. And it's kind of, I mean, I'm being petty, but it's rude. It's rude. You took our thing. We are doing this as a collective over here. (laughs) You're coming in and doing all these paid podcasts and it's just annoying. And they're not even doing them well. They're not even good. Yeah. It's just all fluff and like lies. <laughs> if they were smart, the people on those podcasts wouldn't be boring people like Joe. Mm-hmm. 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 So true. Yeah. They would be paying like, I mean, the thing is, but they also even paid an entertaining person like Rachel Lindsay, you know, um, and Tasha to be hosts, but they just like. They just ruin it by making them spout this, like, these lies. I mean, I remember listening to Happy Hour all the time back when Rachel was on it. That's a good point. I did, too. Yeah. And then she could tell she just was like, oh, I'm tired of saying these lies. (laughs) I like listening to Rachel on, even, like, when she was with different hosts, I would keep listening to Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's on higher learning and it's amazing because she doesn't have to lie. She can just say what she wants to say. Oh, good times. And she has a co-host who has, like, a personality. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of yeah. Becca, poor Becca. I know, right? Yeah. Becca is the Ben Higgins of Ben Higgins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, that makes sense. Okay. Um, is there any major other gossip? Like, I think that was pretty much it. That's the most interesting. I mean, Blake Hortzman jumped in, of course, to, to Raz on Nick, and I loved it. It was kind of embarrassing to be reminded that Blake also exposed text messages, but. <laughs> also, why? Why? I mean, it's all about relevancy. Mm hmm. But wouldn't that be a horrible, like, thing to have to do? (laughs) 
like has anyone checked in on Kayla and like I feel like she's probably getting DMs as well yeah that's <laughs> like cool. remember this <laughs> oh boy um so yeah I guess before we get into the recap I want to just do a special thanks to everybody who um joined uh myself and others in demanding that the bachelor have fat body inclusion we launched the campaign roses for everybody this week on monday and it has been such a wild experience top to bottom every day new adventure all mostly good to be honest um you know of course we expected some haters and some pushback to the concept but it was really beautiful and it was really special that so many people came together and said, hell yes, it, um, we love this and we really want you know this to happen. And so many people engaging and sharing and um, it was just really beautiful. And we have a long way to go. It's still, ha- you know, it's not a sprint. Uh, we got to keep asking the show to do this and put pressure on them as they start to cast for the next season. And so just thank you all though. And, you know, make sure if you haven't signed already sign and to share with content creators that, you know, we learned so much. We reached out to so many people over the last couple of months to try to get people to highlight and signal boost it. But what was really amazing was to seeing that so much of it was just from people sharing it like on their own. Right. You know Um, it just really goes to show how powerful the internet can be sometimes in that way. <laughs> it was so like, <clears throat> so I knew the campaign was going to drop and I, I, so I, you, nobody can see me. I'm fat. And I was scared. I was scared that I was about, cause I love your little corner of the internet. And I yeah. was like, Oh no, if it get, I thought it was going to get hard. And yeah. Yeah. it is really kind of, I don't know. I watching it apart from being incredibly proud of you it's just meant a lot as a fat woman who Mm -hmm. watches this stupid show for some reason um so thank you Mm -hmm. for for everyone who helped you do it yeah no the crew has been amazing um I've I'm like I could cry we just have become so close and we are just like texting and messaging and zooming every day and it's been a really beautiful experience for all of us to like learn and grow and uh bring different um you know, skills to the table, uh, copywriting, graphic design, just all of it. It's been so beautiful. And um, yeah, just really want to shout them out so much. Um, oh God, Ugh, I love them so much. Ah! Uh, yeah, so stay tuned for all the fun things. We're going to just keep putting out content and embarrassing the show and getting them to realize that they just need to include fat people. I was talking to Connie today and it's just like, people think that fat people need to be people who believe that fat people deserve equality will often still try to put us to a corner because they're afraid of hurting us and we don't need to be handled with baby gloves we don't need to be treated as victims and we don't need to be treated as people who we just like we're just humans we're people (laughs) we are good we are bad we're mean we're happy we're in love we're not in love we're just people and we just deserve to be on the show and it doesn't matter anything else it it really is as simple as that I don't care if there's a fat villain I don't care give us a fat villain yeah please I don't I don't it doesn't matter to me because we just want to be on the show and I just, it, it's just as simple as that folks. So um, yeah, thank you all so much for that. 
Okay, so let's get into this first week. So what are your thoughts overall as far as having a two lead season and, you know, your thoughts on Rachel and Gabby and what's going on? Well, as stated previously, I love all women in this franchise, Mm -hmm. almost. Um, So I thought it might sound fun. I don't know. I'd rather go with someone. But I also see why you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I think there's pros and cons. You feel bad because they're immediately compared. Yeah. And they're very different kinds of bachelorettes. Like Rachel is a very like Jojo bachelorette, mm-hmm. like with the eyes that glisten like a Disney princess. And she always just looks so glowy and happy. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Gabby who's more of like the Caitlin Bristow, the yeah. funny, um, I guess, real human mm-hmm. bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And so- it's interesting to watch them together. Mm-hmm. It, it was way more awkward than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mm-hmm. expect it to be great because the show's not very good right now. <laughs> no, yeah, certainly. The beginning is always a, a slog. It's truly, it's it's so hard to watch in the beginning because everyone's just kind of pleasantries and it's, there's yeah. no substance. And then it gets more interesting as we get to know everyone a lot more, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think... Um, you nailed it on the comparisons for sure. And I think that it was a little more awkward than I expected. I do. I, I tend to believe that I actually think they do like each other as friends. And, um, whereas I know there's been some other people saying like, it's all forced and they're not really friends. And it's like, sure. No, I think they're friends. Yeah. 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 Um, so I just think that, yeah, we just have to get through this weird part in the beginning, but um, I, I like the idea of, yeah, having a partner in crime during it. I think we're going to get a lot of great moments where they're telling each other secrets and talking shit on certain men and helping each other out. But I do think, I mean, based on the preview, there is going to be some parts where it will, the, the negatives of competing with somebody like this will rear its head and um, however, I do think that the show is trying to push that it's going to be like that the whole time. And I don't think that's the truth. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, like, I think they're just really trying to push that. And I think there's going to be, yeah, there'll be like one major guy issue. I'm sure maybe two, but I think the rest of it's going to be just like a little bit smaller level. I mean, ugh, but at the same time, when they were like showing people denying Rachel's accepting her rose. Oh, oh my. God. Oh God. No. Take me out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh that Especially was like, I thrive on attention and praise. Yeah. And if you're going on the bachelor, you do too. Mm-hmm. And so the thought of that happening in front of everyone even in front of your friend. And I think I even heard a clip of Gabby crying because that happened to Rachel. Like that sucks for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And it shouldn't like, I, you know, we get it, but it does. That's mm-hmm. painful and mm-hmm. embarrassing. Yeah. It's- so true. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And I mean, I'm still hoping out for hope that they end up together. I do think there's a good amount of, um, we had to find a different word for queer baiting, but because <laughs> I don't think this is queer baiting, but like there is definitely like they're they are trying to mess with us a little bit, and I'm not mad about it. Um, but I also do hope that it's true. But I, I know it's not going to be, but it is going to be. It is. <laughs> I mean that that was kind of they are like. I loved the hand holding. That's mm-hmm. totally my vibe with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were also very like 
I, the best word is horny. Yeah. Like they're horny in this first episode. <laughs> Very horny. Like it, and even in a clip in one of the previews, they're like, who would you rather kiss? And the guy says both of them. And they're like, right answer. Good answer. <laughs> like that's, that's not heterosexual behavior. yeah and at least not like monogamous heterosexual no for sure yeah and I keep saying like Rachel looking at Gabby in a way where I was like "Mm, Rachel loves Gabby (laughs) um what do we think about Jesse Palmer I mean he is not a good actor (laughs) at all I feel he's like he's a horrible actor he's his line reads aren't great mm-hmm. he's not even that cute mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I, Mm-mm. I don't know i i've never understood him as a host i really liked um caitlin and taisha mm-hmm. yeah same Ugh. it's so silly it was such a so hard because people were being such a dicks about them being co-hosts too and it's like part of me when you just said that my my mind went ahead like 10 seasons and it's like well, not 10, maybe less, like, oh, the show's over just because no one cares about this host. And it's like, okay. you know, we would have cared more about Caitlin and Tasha, but also people were being dicks about it. So I don't know, you know, maybe we shouldn't have fired Chris Harrison. Maybe the fan base would change <laughs> if they, maybe the fan base would get better and then the show could get better if they yeah. would get a better host. Yeah, exactly. I do. I think I think if anything, it should be maybe just like a celebrity host, right? You know, like Leslie Jones or like, oh my God, that'd be fun. Oh my God. Just like somebody fun. Cause I liked that in paradise when they had the celebrity hosts that have like humor and can act and yeah, do all the things. Yeah. <sighs> well, we're not I like the get chaotic in. campy shit that a lot of people don't like. Mm-hmm. That's true. In, mm-hmm. Into that on the bachelor. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, y'all as you know, Danica takes better notes than I do. So I didn't really take that great of notes for the, the limos and all this stuff, but we'll talk about it. You can mention the ones you like. I did. I literally did not write them all down, but, um, you know, first guy out of the limo is this guy named Zach. And I honestly was like, he seems really sweet. He seemed really nervous. He didn't remember his name. And they were like, does this guy have a name? And he's like, oh yeah, my name is Zach. It was cute. God, it was so weird though. <laughs> It was so weird. It was so weird. Like that was one of the mo. At that moment, my husband was like walking through the room, and he like stops and watches. And he was like, "Oh God, this guy's awkward." And I'm like, "No, man, this isn't even his fault. This is weird." Is, do you think it's because there's two people? What the fuck? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it all felt weird. I think every single limo entrance yeah. felt like the guys were a little more like. Hmm nervous than usual Mm -hmm. so true yeah and like who do you hug first who are you looking at what do you you know what do you even say when you're talking to two people I mean I I could never it couldn't be me I only talked to one person a day that's it (laughs) (laughs) there's also a little bit of energy when you're with your girlfriend meeting a man like out at a bar where it's like almost well I enjoyed the subtle misandry the whole episode from Gabby but there's just like a little bit of, or not even subtle, just beautiful, yeah. but where you're kind of like, what's the word nagging where you're kind of like, 
you're kind of making fun of them. Like you, when you're with your girlfriends and you're meeting a man, mm-hmm. there's a, a, a mm-hmm. meanness or a sharpness that mm-hmm. some, some of my girlfriends get. Mm-hmm. And so I think it made all the limo entrances a little um, less like meeting a boy, future boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so astute. Yeah. I, that's, that is literally how it felt. Wow. And why wouldn't it? Yeah. When you are with your friend and you are meeting people, it's so easy to just like jab them in the ribs with your elbow and be like, hey, we're just like having a good time. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. So true. Um, let's see here. Another man named Avon comes out. Um, I don't really remember what he did, but he's hot. <laughs> um, do you recall him? Which one is he? Avon. I think he's like the second one that came out. Wait. Oh, yeah. They don't go alphabetic in the. <laughs> I was like, going to look at my list and I was like, no, wait a second. They don't go alphabetic. <laughs> that would be Ooh, pretty easy. early on. I know that headphone guy came out. Who mm-hmm. was that? Headphone guy. Oh, man. I really didn't. Yeah. You know, we're just not going to know the names. That's fine. Um, yeah. It makes it even better. Oh, I yeah, love it. Exactly. So. So a man comes out and he has a set of headphones and he comes up to them and he says, I want to be able to give you each your own introduction. So I'm going to make one of you wear headphones and I'll talk to you. So he puts headphones on Gabby and then he talks to Rachel about family and things of that nature. And then he, uh, or maybe about flying and then they switch headphones and he talks to Gabby and then, I don't know. It's I guess it's cute. It's, you know, it's a gimmick for sure. <laughs> My husband looked over at that point and goes, he might have a theater background. It was good to use a prop. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't, I don't like or dislike that. I don't think I liked or dis. well, I did dislike a lot of them, but I don't mm-hmm. know if I liked any of these little entrances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, hmm, okay. I kind of liked Ethan, Ethan came out juggling and he said, and he, and he like fumbled the balls and he's like, clearly I'm not very good at juggling two people or juggling multiple people at once, but whatever. I'm, I'm trying. I have no, no memory of that. Little yeah. yeah. <laughs> he maybe even <laughs> said I'm good with balls, but that, that might be just me making that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was sweet and kind of silly. I kind of liked it. Um, Another one I kind of liked was Roby the magician. Oh, you liked Roby? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so like the, his eyes didn't scare you a little? I mean a little, but I kind of kind of like I mean, it. Yeah, I guess you do like Twilight. <laughs> his scary eyes. Yeah. Yeah, he was a little he was definitely kind of, you know, the kind of person just looks right at you. Um yeah. he has but... stuff in his closet. Skeletons <laughs> in his closet. <laughs> I just liked his little, the witch, the, the magic trick. I'm a sucker for magicians. I think it's funny. <laughs> you could see it. You could see how it worked. I bet magicians are mad at him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but his haircut was bad and he should have done something about that before coming yeah. on the yeah. show. Um, let's see here. Uh, a guy came out um, and who had this these kids all lined up to sing a, a Clayton Sucks song yes yeah okay would you have liked it if it wouldn't have been a song about Clayton if it would have just been a cute little musical number would you have liked it yeah I guess 
Yeah, I liked it if it would have just been, it was a little long. Mm -hmm. I hated it. I hated anything about Clayton. That's, Mm -hmm. but I liked the musical entrance. I like musicals. Yeah. Okay, good point. Yeah, so you like it. Yeah, let's talk about the Clayton of it all. He was he was heavily featured in this episode, um, probably against his wishes. Uh, he, you know, I did think about how they recorded this. They, like, filmed this a while ago, so it was much closer to when everyone collectively hated Clayton. Um, now people like him. And I think it just came off so, it came off so mean and rude. Yes. Yeah. Same with the Katie kind of thing. It's like, they've been through enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They really have. Um, They just, all the men were like making fun of him. This guy, Ryan came out in a clown outfit. He's like, don't worry. I'm not like that last clown you dated um but i'm like no ryan i think you probably are a clown <laughs> um he also looks like clayton like a knockoff clayton so i just you know like sir look in the mirror um there the, so many of these dudes remind me of rich guys from my high school because mm-hmm. i'm from north texas mm-hmm. so like the suburbs of dallas and so many of these dudes remind me of just like the biggest dumbest assholes mm-hmm. from my high school who had so much money um, and they all look the same. Like the men, I love all of the women, even the messed up ones. Mm-hmm. And the men just bore me. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's why these episodes are so hard. Like they all really do blend together. Yeah, it's true. The fact that I really can't remember any of these people's names is really upsetting. The dude who didn't wear shoes. Can we talk about that? Oh yeah, let's talk about this. So this guy comes out. He's not wearing. He's wearing a suit and tie and stuff, but he's not wearing any shoes. And he says, "Hey, I'm." blank and i really wanted to come here and feel grounded whatever what is that that's like that's like hippie hippie talk that's Mm -hmm. like yoga meditation speak Mm -hmm. which i don't think either of them are that kind of gal my conspiracy is the producers made him do that and he wanted to wear his shoes (laughs) oh god can you imagine they're like you need to just go out there without your shoes. Like, but I, but I, what? We need, we need you to do this first. <laughs> sure, his, his feet looked fine, considering. But like TV ready? Mm. I didn't look close. Yeah. Hmm. I do think it is a homage to me because I've been talking about feet a lot on the last couple of seasons. Oh. <laughs> the producers are watching me um yeah it was weird I and I it was not good or fun or cute and then it just did it was gross like when I saw him walking around the mansion I was like these floors are not clean and a horse had pooped on that driveway yeah oh god let's talk about that piece of shit okay so this guy named Jacob he comes out on a white horse and he has <laughs> his shirt off he's wearing a pair of jeans uh, he's wearing shoes um surprisingly and his longish hair and he is just the definition of a douchebag i mean and he has long hair but it's cut really like bluntly thank and you hair. Mm-hmm. it's not fabio hair that's not he's not doing what he thinks he's doing Mm-mm-mm. agreed yeah i thank you for mentioning that i was like his hair was not even good long it was the wrong kind of long Ugh. 
and he was all greasy and weird and they rubbed themselves all over him you rubbed their arms they rubbed the oil off of him god why also who had to oil him up <laughs> the pa the same pa who was in the golf cart she <laughs> she has to do all of the bitch work it's the weirdest job yeah go into, Im- imitate hannah ann and go rub oil on this douchebag oh, oh god um and then let's see here um wait before jacob tino came out yes i was gonna say tino's the last one i have written down what do we think about tino I think he's going to go far because when he came out in a fucking forklift, which is not even that badass of a mm-hmm. machine, mm-hmm. there was this really hardcore Home Depot music that they played. <laughs> and so I think that they like him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the women liked him too, which I don't mm-hmm. quite get. Mm-hmm. But I do to an extent, I think this is the new Tyler Cameron. This is the Tyler Cameron of our season. Oh. He's going to be the consent king the respectful king um quote unquote and he's gonna be this like tall hot man who knows how to do things with his hands because tyler also was a supposed construction worker um before going on hannah brown season and i mean that tyler narrative was so thick do you remember that yeah i do i felt for it i like same I liked him a lot. I mean, Tino will be fucking models in no time. <laughs> With any luck. With uh, any yeah. luck. <laughs> Good point. So, yeah, that pretty much is it. There was 32 men. They all go in the sh- house and they wait um, Gabby and Rachel to come in and um, get their little speech. And, you know, they just ask for, like, honesty and being intentional and I mean, it's just fascinating seeing two people doing these like speeches. I just love it's going to be hard and weird and messy, but I do just like any deviation from like the norm. So this is another example where it was a little more horny than than a bachelorette alone, because they were talking about the testosterone flowing and Mm -hmm. it feeling really good. And I think they just are going to say things a little more in front of the men that are mm-hmm. they're going to be a little braver and a little mm-hmm. more what's the word i'm looking for mm-hmm. forward forward yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so true and you're right you're still bringing you're so right bringing up this horny factor i hadn't even thought of it it was a horny episode it really was and like he talked the women talked so much about how they were surprised when the men weren't kissing them yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also when she i don't know if i'm jumping ahead oh yeah we're all don't worry about it okay so Rachel obviously had a more fun night one than Gabby. Mm-hmm. Rachel was seemed at least she was she seemed to be having more fun. She might just be nicer. She might just be like <laughs> yeah yeah more like kinder to the men. Yeah exactly. But, yeah. Oh no. So but this what I did notice about Gabby is Ryan was with her and he was trying to show her something. I don't remember what it was mm-hmm. on like the board and she okay. kept talking. And he kept trying to, but he, she was kind of teasing him and like kind of mm-hmm. interrupting him. And he goes, Gabby, zip it. Mm-hmm. And she loved it. Mm. She loved it. And there was another time when she was with that Eric guy and 
she gabby they like they're gonna be it's gonna be two different shows going on watching the way that they interacted with the men and what they liked and didn't like was so fascinating yeah you're so right it was so uncomfortable to see when that guy was like and she was like god i fucking loved that loved it I get it. I'm not going to lie. No, I, 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 I (laughs) it's fun to be playful with your partner and it can, it can can be quite fun. No, truly, truly. I mean, yeah, but it was also, it it rubbed me a little bit like, but then to see that she liked it, it was like clear, but yeah, but like, I don't know if Rachel would have liked that. Right. She probably would. No, she would not have, (laughs) which is why it's interesting that they both seem to like Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was, I felt like two different conversations a little bit. Um, his with Gabby was all about just like uh, chest hair and hair and again um, she was being kind of she's like men are dumb I'm wearing extensions <laughs> I shake my chest she was totally trying to like cringe him out and be mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like forward and mm-hmm. um, and I love I don't know it's fun it's fun to watch oh, her yeah. mm-hmm. oh it's so much fun yeah like I don't really like that guy, but he, it was fun banter. And it really does show the kind of humor that she has um, where she, she is like self-deprecating and then she'll be like, oh yeah, this isn't my real hair. And you'll be like, what? She's like, I mean, and I mean, some of it is like, she's just (laughs) being, you know, so that's just, that's kind of my humor. And then that same man with Rachel was like still fun, but he was trying to be like, oh, so here's a map of where I'm from. But he was like on his hand. And they were just being kind of flirty in a more like bubbly way. My roommate thinks that Rachel is just like, just, just such a performer, you know, it's all just like, ha, 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 ha. oh my God, you know, kind of stuff. But I think that's a little reductive. I think she's just is potentially like a slightly, you know, more, um, Jojo. Yeah. She's just a Jojo. That's just what it is. Yeah. She's a Hannah Brown. She she watches the show. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And I have seen discourse over the last couple of months too of saying like, why did they even put Rachel on? Gabby is the more like, you know, the funny one, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, can we stop like fully, fully, fully comparing people in a negative mm-hmm. way? They're just two different people, right? Um, we can compare and contrast or not contrast that we could just compare. Um, we don't have to like put down anyone. Um, but I also do think that Rachel is so intriguing to me because while I do think she is a Jojo, there is like this, I don't know this, um, mm, she's in control. She had Clayton around her fucking finger. Oh, she knows how to work a man (laughs) she knows how to work a situation and I respect the hell out of that and I think there's like a dark side to her in a way that I'm like I want to know I want to read fanfic about the dark side yes like oh so I'm excited because I think you said it perfectly a couple months ago it's just going to be two different fucking like trains going in the same direction and they're going to like cross paths and it's going to be fascinating as hell I like watching her starry-eyed She's so much nicer to the men in a way uh-huh. that yeah. I don't, I don't understand, but <laughs> couldn't be me. Right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fun. Yeah. She's having fun for sure. And, and, you know, yeah, they're both having fun. So that's great. I am, I am I'm just like really excited truly to see how it manifests, even when it, it manifests badly. 
I wanted to see how they handle things and it's going to be fun. Um, let's see here. Gabby did have a good connection with um, a guy named Mario. Um, he, they had a good chat on this couch about, I like that he was asking her questions, like truly, how do you feel? How are things changing since the last time you were on the show? He seemed really attentive and nice. And then they had their first kiss. And unfortunately it was horrible in my opinion. Yes, most kisses on the show are kind of horrible. True. True. But I really, I know I just said, like, let's not be mean to the women, but Gabby's not a good kisser so far that I've seen. It's hard to kiss someone really good the first time on TV, I bet, though. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. Also, I wonder, okay, you're having me think right now. Mm -hmm. I wonder if I videotaped myself making out. (laughs) And I liked it. And like, it felt good for me and the person kissing. Would it look like it was like, mm-hmm. like it has me wondering if you can really tell if it. Yeah. True. I've always assumed you can, if it looks gross, it must be gross. But mm-hmm. what if the best feeling kisses look a little gross? Oh yeah. So true. Yeah. Mm, yeah. God, the, the Clayton ones were just vile, but they, <laughs> really gross. but they did probably seem to like it did seem like people were having a good time, you know? And yeah, Gabby and Mario looked like they were having a good time, but she just like, both times that I saw her kiss, she just kind of goes like straight on for the kiss. There's no side, you know, mm-hmm. movement of your oh, head. Her. It's like, just kind of like going at it from the straight. And I just feel like it wasn't, obviously it's not, okay. I don't think it's a bad kiss. I just thought it wasn't like a makeout kiss, but they seemed, they both went back at each other like three or four times. So hold on. I'm going to pose a theory. Mm-hmm. Thin women not don't have to be as good of kissers as fat women. It's just like fashion. It's like, is she fashionable or is she skinny? Mm-hmm. Is she a good kisser or is she skinny? Yeah, I fully agree with you. That's so true. <laughs> uh, let us know in the comments if you agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you kiss fat people and thin people, go ahead. And let me know. Let us know. <laughs> Um, so then we get to Rachel's first kiss. So Tino takes her to the stairs and they talk about how she had a bad association with stairs in the previous season, which is fucking true. And he's trying to make her association with stairs better. And it's just a bunch of Jojo laughing and sweetness. Um, but it also, there was a sexual energy. Yeah, I got a little crush on Rachel in this moment. Mm-hmm. Her little Disney sparkle eyes just gave mm-hmm. me butterflies. She's, mm-hmm. she's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was, like, definitely giving him, like, fucking kiss me vibes. Yes. Like, eyes, yes. you know, like, please. And then she he... knows exactly what she wants, which I love. Yes, so true. I, it, that's the part I'm saying. Like, she fucking has control of her situation, and I love that. Um, she is like, or he, so that he comes in with his consent king stuff and he asks her if he can kiss her. And then he even goes as far as to say, I can kiss you on the cheek if that's okay. But she's already like, (laughs) and then they have what I deem is a slightly better kiss because they are moving kind of side to side and going at it. Um, but it's still gross, you know, it's still a bad kiss because it's on TV and I, don't like it <laughs> and the they like to like put the kissing noises pretty high up in the mix yeah truly truly um let's see here um gosh that's pretty much all I had um 
<laughs> so, I don't know. Was there any other standout moments of like the cocktail party and like um there wasn't really any drama? Oh, no, let's talk about was... the twins. Let's talk about the twins for a second. Oh, that's oh, sad. Mm-hmm. Gabby was okay. This is the that, the twin interaction is the perfect example. Mm-hmm. Rachel sitting there interviewing them, doing all of the work to try to make it as not miserable like women do, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. trying to like help these poor men through this experience. Mm-hmm. And Gabby is just like, fucking fuck my life. What a waste of time. I could be anywhere else right now thinking of someone hot probably mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's going to be the whole show i don't feel like the twins were there like by will they seemed really scared yeah <laughs> it really did wait it was it was fascinating because i totally pegged them as these really these two broy bros um, and I, they, they might still be, um, in reality, but they just came off as, yeah, as like scared, a little like unsure of like what they were doing. Um, and, and, and for being so connected, cause they, their life, they laid out kind of like, well, we lived together for a while, but we didn't go to the school, but then we did go to school and now we have the same jobs, but it's at different companies. Oh my God. And that was so funny. <laughs> Right? <laughs> that's so weird it's so weird jobs at different companies uh, both both pharmaceutical marketing though so fascinating so fascinating so as, as fascinating as that is and is also clearly as connected as they are as twins they sounded like they had never talked about being twins in their life they were like literally like um yeah but we I mean we want you to know that we're similar but not too similar it was like have you ever had a fucking conversation before well from the very first time they were shown on screen when their mom was videotaping them and they were both like show throwing their mom peace signs or whatever waving by they looked like someone made them go on that show (laughs) they remind me of the guys in college who like don't speak unless they're wasted yeah oh wow wow yeah 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 wild and they're unbearable then they yeah. probably are like that bro yeah 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 because yeah once they get drunk it's like you know you can't shut them up and whatever um yeah that's so fascinating you're right they did look like they didn't they were very like how did we how did we get here um but it was really i do love uh gabby's um deadpan just like oh god <laughs> i'm really hating this do you think that was why they were there? Or do you think they were legitimate contestants? Do you think the producers cast them for that night one bit, like to be the night one weirdness mm-hmm. or whatever? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, actually. So spoiler, they go home. Um, and I was so surprised by that originally because I really pegged them as producer plants to so stay the there for. Yeah, them? exactly. Right. So you you might actually be right because they are producer plans but they are producer plans to um give us this moment of like gabby and rachel like content right to show us like who they are and like having this moment because other than that there really wasn't any drama in the episode there wasn't like a drunk guy there wasn't a guy that like um talk to them in a way that made them mad at them you know because remember michelle season we had a guy who had notes and shit yes um, no night yeah. one what is yeah. the night one curveball yeah exactly as game of roses calls it yeah there, there was like no night one curveball at all and 
Um, and I don't know if that was because no one did anything or if because there's just there is two it's such a like there's so much content to fill and it, I felt like it was really rushed maybe there wasn't time for like yeah 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 so true I loved the girl talk did you like the girl talk mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah the beginning yeah. when they were acting or when it was real though mm-hmm. you could tell mm-hmm. when they were really talking to each other and when the producers wanted them to move the plot forward mm-hmm. yeah and I really and I think I, I'm gonna urge our listeners to just really pay attention to those moments don't don't just write them off as like actresses. I think that they are pretty real individuals um, mm-hmm. that both of them know how to play the game. Like I, I remember last season, I was convinced that Gabby was a, a bachelor clues um, uh, a player, you know, that oh, he coached. I always tried to think who that might be. Yeah, 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 exactly. I was pretty certain it was Cassidy. That's who I thought it was. Yeah. And I still think it was probably, but he, I think he alluded that there was more than one or the could have been or whatever. Um, so I thought the other one was Gabby for a while because she Gabby just was such a good player in her face game. Her, her face plays were so good. Her, her sassiness. She was such a um, colorful narrator, like all of it. Um, she stayed out of the drama in the right way. So it's like, it's fascinating to see that now. And I, I just think that they both do know how to play the game. So I think at times when you really see them kind of quote unquote acting, it's just because they do, they're just, they just know how to play it, you know, but I think they are very real and you will see real moments. So just keep your eyes out for that. Okay. Here's my question. Are they getting time? To, they're getting time together off camera. Mm-hmm. They had to be. Yeah. That's awesome mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, I do wonder how much of it's controlled still, you know, it's off camera, but maybe there's a producer right there or, oh, you, yeah. know, you know, I because I that must be so fascinating because I know that the producers are really on top of their leads. They they have the, the one producer is like the leads guy, you know, and they are just like they become besties and trusted confidants. But in the end, of course, the producer is still there to like manipulate and hurt and fuck over the lead. And the idea of them now having two, are there two producers? Is there one producer still? Um, yeah. How much You're are they right. allowing them to be alone with each other versus not? And then here's the thing, even if they try their hardest to keep them separated and like not, you know, working together, I'm sure that Gabby and Rachel talked to each other before filming and they have like little like, uh, you know, uh, if I do this, then meet me at the clock tower, you know? <laughs> Right. I mean, you're right. I hadn't even thought of that because now you're reminding me of that Ben Higgins interview where he like couldn't even shower alone, yes. basically. So unless Gabby and Rachel are like showering together, then mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But that's the only way to like make this work. I feel like is if they talk to each other yeah. without mm-hmm. the fuckery. Mm-hmm. 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 I would be, I would be shocked if they hadn't figured out a way to communicate with each other privately you know in some fashion um they're passing notes yeah like something like that okay speaking of which um we'll we'll get to the end in a little bit but they're on a cruise ship in the preview do you know about this what's going on i saw that in a preview before and it made my son i'm super claustrophobic and that makes me feel crazy yeah wow 
how long are they going to be on it? Like, what's going on? I'm I don't know. It sounds so confused. boring. And the rooms are so small on cruise ships. Like, that's a yeah. way to make people crazy. And also, yeah. how did that help the COVID situation on a cruise ship? Right? Are they on the cruise ship by themselves? That's so expensive. Unless it's truly a, um, you know, tick for tat, like ABC is promoting the cruise ship. And the cruise ship gives them a discount because I was thinking about that. If they like are on this cruise ship for the majority of the season going to these like locations, that's got to be so expensive because unless the other half of the ship has normal people on it paying tickets, otherwise it's like they had to rent the whole thing. I am so confused. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Okay. Maybe it's a haunted cruise ship and they got a good deal. Oh God, I would love for that. It's it's the it's the cruise ship that COVID came on. Um <laughs> we'll finally get another ghost state. We haven't had a ghost state in a while. Yeah, it's so true. We have not had a ghost state in a while. I love that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of it. They talked to some of the guys, but they don't get to talk to all of them. And I can imagine that was pretty hard to do with two leads. Um Basically, they get to this point where they are talking to each other about, well, what are we going to do? And they, okay, my, also, mind you, listeners, the entire time they keep just harping on this concept of like, we don't know how the show is going to work. We're just going to let Gabby and Rachel figure it out. And that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> just truly. Uh, but I guess whoever it is that decides to, to decide it, they decide that basically... They do not want to have an official rose ceremony that night because they didn't get to talk to a lot of the guys more than normal. Um, And they don't want to give out roses yet because they still want to talk to people. But yet, but yet, they definitely did talk to a couple guys that they absolutely do not want to say here. (laughs) And that is so mean and I love it. (laughs) They don't have fucking time. Okay. Uh, they just were like, yeah, you know, some of these guys might be good, some of them might be bad, but we know for fucking sure these three individuals suck ass. So they come out and they say that basically, and they're like, can we talk to Roby and the twins? And they take them outside. It looks like it's 11 a.m. in the morning. It's so bright out. And they tell them, hey, we talk. I, I and it was so rude, and I love it. They were like hey so we didn't get to talk to everybody but it was a wonderful night thank you for being here but we because we did talk to you we feel like there isn't a connection and we would like to send you home that is so specific and I it's so mean it's basically like you repulsed us (laughs) because it's not like they know they like all of the other people they're keeping no exactly like they might they really probably hate a lot of those guys but they were like we really don't like you that's what makes me wonder, like, were they brought, so did they just not know how that rose ceremony was going to go? Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Like, was that planned from the beginning? I, I really got to know how that happened. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. And I still don't, I still don't know how they're going to do rose ceremonies in the future. We've saw this messy preview, but like, I don't, it, yeah, the preview, go back and yeah, the preview insinuates that they both have a set amount of roses each and then they ask people is it like a dodgeball lineup 
I don't, you know, oh my God. you know, and then, so that's why we're getting moments where it's getting down towards the end. And then Rachel asks for the meatball guy to come up and he's like, no, I actually want to be with Gabby. Like, that's how that would happen if they have Which, like dodgeball rules. That was the best quote the entire night was on a preview for that episode. When Gab, after that happens, Gabby and Rachel are in a room together and Rachel goes, my rose just got rejected by a guy named Meatball. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> I died. Exactly. Because how else could it work? Like, let's like, how, how else do you? I mean, it could be fun if they divided the cast in half. And kept them separated and they got each other's leftovers. Mm-hmm. Like if, if a person got rejected, they would go mm-hmm. get a shot at the next one. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, that's too late now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you wonder what was wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess this is just the only way to be honest. And I think it will just be, I mean, you would think that you would think that Rachel would maybe think that Meatball wasn't interested in her. Like, did Meatball, like, let her give her that impression? That's why she called his name. Or was it really the dodgeball rules where you're towards the end and, like, you have these three men here and he's the best of the three men left. So you're like, I'm going to choose him. Um, Right. I love that you're going to have to refer to a dude named Meatball the whole season. I know. It's truly. We usually do come up with some fun nicknames and, like, I'm glad they already provided (laughs) us one. It's great. I'm great, super grateful for that one. I guess they're <laughs> going to have to give them jointly at first because it seems like there's drama about all yeah. women not wanting to choose sides. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good point. And then eventually go down to um, individual. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would work for me. I think in the beginning is like, oh God, that's, oh my God. Just like the longer I think about it, the longer I'm like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> That'd be so weird, dude. <laughs> This is such a bad idea. It's going to be so weird. Uh, well, so yeah, anyway, they keep the rest of the men and they say, hey, we didn't talk to half of you. So we'll, we'll, um, we'll see you next week. And everyone's real stoked. I did laugh my ass off that even though they specifically didn't do a real rose ceremony, they still kept these men up until 11 a.m. That's yes. so torturous. And I do love it. <laughs> was the plan for there to be a rose ceremony? Exactly. And they just realized like this is going to take way too long. Right. Yeah. Or the producers were like, we had this plan the whole time, but we don't care. We're still going to torture these men as a, as a form of like dominance, you know, like we are, we are the producers. You don't fuck with us. Um, If you're not starting exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. What are we even doing here? Um, And then we get this extended messy preview. Um, We mentioned earlier, there's a cruise ship involved um there is lots of kissing a lot of horny kisses a lot a lot of horny kisses um more talk about you know um people choosing one woman or the other yeah some shots of the men kind of talking to each other and worrying about having to choose um which one to kind of like go for what lane are you going into i don't like the idea that we're calling them lanes Mm-mm. that's not good mm-hmm. also i want i should have counted females and girls oh right how many times people said that oh yeah we've got these two girls these two females yeah one yeah one guy wrote oh we have two female females that's gonna be interesting okay 
also as someone who has house rabbits which are i usually look so confused like where the the who they're given as pets for easter like little baby chicks Mm -hmm. and all i can think about is where are those baby chicks Mm -hmm. he was squeezing them and at one point when he hugged them whichever one was in his right hand the wing looked like oh no yeah sorry no, I just great no it's my little note I was I even doodled some sad baby chicks on this I I just am really worried about the baby chicks they're just treated like you know yeah it's like, sad you don't just, like, give your kids baby chicks or rabbits people oh oh so true yeah god they're just prop. gonna squeeze them they're not a prop they're animals Oh, good point. Um, you know anyone on the show and you can find out what happened to those mm-hmm, baby chicks. Mm-hmm, please let us know. <laughs> no, truly. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Um, yeah, and then there's um, a picture or a moment of somebody kissing in front of a windmill. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, windmill's back. That's the juju. <laughs> um, that'll be interesting if they're gonna fuck in it. Um, and then we get the they starts ratcheting up as far as like then Gabby and Rachel are really starting to struggle with men not choosing. There's a quote of the they are the ones in control and they know it. And then women just really doubting who's there for them. The women really doubting themselves. There was this two specific moments of both of them saying in various ways, why did the show pick us? Yeah, I'm a failure as a bachelorette. Well, did you see the scene of them obviously at like an international location, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like a cafe? Mm -hmm hugging and I think it was Gabby that looked sad Mm -hmm. but that makes me feel like that's fantasy suites Mm -hmm. or if they're letting them have girl chats during fantasy suites that's Mm -hmm. gonna (gasps) I just got chills are they gonna get to talk about sex with the men (sighs) oh my god you're right they're not dating the same men at the end i mean unless they are dating the same men at the end and then i guess they can't but surely if they're making them if we're seeing rose ceremonies where they're both giving individual roses the men are going to have to choose before yeah so by yeah by that point at least yeah Yeah, but i feel i still think okay so yeah so maybe okay you know eric or whatever chooses rachel or something right i'm sure at some point though he has made out with gabby and they've gone on dates and then he still chooses rachel okay fine but now now Rachel's telling Gabby about her sex with him where like Gabby maybe at one point still had feelings for him maybe she's over it but it's like that's still awkward to like that's gonna be such an interesting thing wow it's like I just couldn't let you go on until I let you know that I still have feelings for him but I don't want him but I just want you to know yeah and they they're they're they hug in this scene where they're, they're at this cafe outside and and, and like Rachel's trying and Rachel looks like she's trying to um comfort gabby um and gabby looks just yeah so sad like is this worth it and then you've been privately messaging me saying that you think rachel found somebody and gabby didn't yes yeah that's just that's not a spoiler that's just her theory that's just what i think from looking at reading their moods on instagram Mm -hmm. so this is not a spoiler Mm -hmm. this is just gabby looks a little sad to me Mm -hmm. but i hope i'm wrong Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. especially when they're stuck but also 
Gabby looks has looked sad the whole first episode and Rachel looks like a doe-eyed princess. So maybe that's just yeah. their vibe. You yeah, know? true. True, true, true. Wow. Fascinating. Um, yeah, and I don't like the idea of them being like, I'm a failure as a lead. That's just like sad. Um, why do they have to get their leads? Like, I don't like watching that. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do like it a little bit when it's a man. Oh. I mean, it is really, but I like watching it when it's like it was with Ben Higgins mm-hmm. where he's crying because he told two women he loved them. And he's mm-hmm. like, it's, a, I mean, I guess it was really sad with Ben Higgins and he's mm-hmm. talked about that being really hard, mm-hmm. but it feels so much more obvious and mm-hmm. malicious. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like at least when I was watching that, it felt like real emotion. I didn't feel dirty. Now it just feels like watching mm-hmm. production fuck with Mm-hmm. yeah I don't think we'll ever I remember very vividly when um they fucked with uh Colton I remember watching that and thinking oh we're never going back like how can you ever yeah. go back from that backwards as far as how they treat a lead they and I don't like the man everyone knows this but they really did fuck him over trying to actively ruin that relationship and I, it's just like that whole scene and he running away. I was just like, there's no way we're ever going to like de-escalate from that level of like torture. And we have not since. So no, it was like an episode of like, it was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Oh my gosh. To, uh, to catch a predator. <laughs> Cause he ended up being a stalker. Anyway, that's not funny. I'm sorry. Y'all. I shouldn't have made that joke. <laughs> I mean, it's so interesting because I want to know how production doesn't feel mean a little mm-hmm. to the lead. I mean, I feel like messing with a contestant's different than messing with the lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. The lead's getting paid, mm-hmm. so then you're fucking with someone at their job, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what was so fascinating about the. Colton of it all too because he went on and did this interview later on like NPR about how he he was a student of the game too essentially and he knew to lie to the producers because he knew that they would try to like potentially ruin his relationship and I found that very fascinating that he was like oh Hannah G's my girl Hannah G's my girl in reality it was totally Cassie and when the producers figured that out though they were like well we have to we have to ruin this relationship. Um, so that was all fascinating to me. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they destroy these two women. And um, I guess just buckle up everybody for that. And <laughs> we're gonna have a Did you one. like any of these dudes? Uh, Nate. Mario. Ethan. Uh Roby, <laughs> no. um, I guess Tino. I guess I like Tino so far. I mean, I, I don't think I would hang out with Tino, but I think he's going to serve this season well. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. You? I liked. I liked the guy who made her made Gabby's knee jerk. Oh yeah, that's Mario. Mm-hmm. Mario, and I liked the the dude with the blue thing in the blue. Oh, yeah. zip up blob thing he was oh, yeah. super hot brandan yeah brandan yeah he was i feel like i remember him being a little like meteor and mm-hmm. i'm like for that mm-hmm. yeah and like um i think i'm either gonna love or hate eric okay i mm-hmm. think he's gonna mm-hmm. actually be kind of cool and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. 
real or he's gonna be a total skeezy skeezy mm-hmm. straight guy I would be remiss to mention that many people have pointed out in my DMs that he's like the Kroger Nick Vial as far as looks. Oh no. Yeah. And so that could do wonders for him or hurt him, but I uh I see it. I do have to say I see it. <laughs> like his mullet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, it looks it fits him. It fits him. Like that type of look that he's going for, it works, you know. Yeah. I just hope he stays on the whole season so we can watch it grow out. Yeah, exactly. No, that would be pretty good. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> totally. Oh, good times. Um, yeah. So I guess we only have, we have um, 29 men still, which is way too many to enter into the week, second week. Um, do not appreciate that ABC. Um, but we'll uh, see you next week with that. Um I guess we'll round out by saying, do you, are you, and I think we've said this already a couple of times, but are you overall excited for this season? Are you, are you, you ready for this? I'm much more excited for this season than I was for Colton. Mm -hmm. I have to admit, honestly, lately, I really only halfway watch Mm -hmm. the show and I just listen to like four recap podcasts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's much more interesting to talk about the show than watch the show Mm -hmm. at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. um so yeah. but i am excited about this one because i love like the gaichel of it all mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. i mean i like i i like the leads mm-hmm. the men are all and the older i get the more boring the men mm-hmm. feel too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i do hope we get some personality from some of them because right now yeah. it's it's nothing but that is kind of how it is in the beginning but again but also like i do feel like by the end of first night we usually know who the like some of the characters are gonna yeah, be yeah yeah you know? and i usually have a crush on a few of them yeah so like true. i remember i had a big crush on justin mm-hmm, so true like mm-hmm. i had a big crush on tyler cameron night one mm-hmm. on peter Krause. i remember having crushes mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. i don't yeah. know if it's, i'm an old hag now yeah maybe or... But I don't have any. I don't have any real like crushes. On yeah, yeah. I'm really yeah. nervous. I'm really excited to see how they do the dates, though. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Like everything, every phase of it's going to be different, and mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. And then, and like what you and I've been doing too for the last 20 minutes or so is like dissecting a little bit of the differences between the leads and how it will work. And I think that that's going to be fascinating too. So, yeah, I didn't even think about dates. You're right. Like, are they each getting one on ones, group dates, the whole thing? I mean, group dates. Group dates will stay the same, I imagine um uh but will they do two-on-ones for every no it'll yeah. each get a one-on-one no, right? exactly but I'm, I'm assuming there will be probably gosh there probably really there probably will be a, a date where it's the two leads and one guy uh, wow that's an interesting thought oh my god well, remember in the preview they're both it's the, it's like a double date and they're like we want to switch uh-huh, that yeah. was also super gay by the way <laughs> There are just some fun little things here, but when they're like, we want to switch and they just yeah. like switch them in. Yeah. Maybe that's how the one-on-ones will be. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ah, my brain is, I can't, my brain is too much. Okay. Yeah. We have to. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, Kelly, for jumping thank on you. and doing this with me. So much fun. Yes. Um, you have to come back again. And um, Paradise is also going to be following immediately after this. So it's going to be content 
It's going to be hard to watch Paradise when it's not warm anymore. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting... Like, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm confused. Um, yeah, where can people find you and see your cute little life and see you talk about Taylor Swift and talk well, about your bunnies? Really want to. It's at the official Chubby Bunny. <laughs> um, it's mostly Taylor Swift and House Rabbits <laughs> um, and cute pictures of me and my little outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like a person. I work for a group that does community organizing for progressive politics in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So if you're lucky enough to live in a state that has progressive politics, send us money. Um, mm-hmm. You know, donate to Booker or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like a normal person, but I like friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Kelly's a good friend. I can vouch. Um, <laughs> she's going to be good. And if you get close enough, she might let you on our Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> My family plan. <laughs> the best. Um, yeah. All right, y'all folks. That is it for this week. Week one of Gate Chill. Um, thank you so much for being here as usual. It's our 11th season here at Descartes Pod. Oh my God. Um, we're going to have so much fun though. And thank you so much for being here as well for uh, Roses for Everybody. And we just love you. So stay well, stay hydrated and uh, have good poops. I'm I'm trying out new outros. I don't know. Get, have a good poop <laughs> tonight, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Descartes Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile and at Drunk Feminist. Descartes Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye. Bye. Oh, hello. It's me, the ghost who haunts your phone. Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do. A podcast, if you will, that happens. Some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.